You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, today, as we celebrate divine mercy, it is in response to a world that has become merciless in the way we deal with people who have failed in life, those who have broken the laws, and those who are victims of oppressors. Indeed, my dear brothers and sisters, today the world is quick to judge. The world does not tolerate mistakes. And the world is quick to condemn. Not just condemn, but to publicly shame everyone who has failed, everyone who has broken the law, especially through social media. There is no tolerance for the weak and for the sinners. Of course, it is equally true that divine mercy is also a response to the many innocent victims of crimes of injustices in the world. And because they are looking for divine justice, where is God in all these sufferings, especially innocent suffering? So my dear brothers and sisters, indeed today, many people cannot feel the presence of God because they cannot experience mercy, whether they are oppressors or victims. When there is no experience of mercy, there can also be no experience of God's love and therefore His presence. Indeed, today, people are looking for proofs. Where is God? In all these sufferings, And that is why many of us are like St. Thomas. Unless I see, I will not believe. So my dear brothers and sisters, it is very significant that on divine mercy, the church wants us to encounter His presence, not through spectacular events, but through his suffering humanity. It is significant that when the Lord appeared to the apostles and to the rest of his disciples, it was not in his glorious splendor. In fact, the resurrection appearances of our Lord, they were so ordinary 
that they could not even recognize him. And this is because we do not encounter God's presence only through spectacular events, but actually in the ordinary situation of our life, especially in trials, in sufferings, and in justices. That is why the Lord appeared to the disciples with the marks of the crucifixion, inviting us, my dear brothers and sisters, that if we truly want to encounter the risen Lord, we do not have to look far. We have to look just in our own midst, in our own lives, especially in our own failures and brokenness. There the Lord is present. We are called simply to contemplate on His suffering And there we will meet the risen Lord. The reason why many of us cannot see the risen Lord in our lives, it is because we are afraid to look at our own sufferings, our failures, our brokenness. We are told the disciples were in closed doors. They had betrayed the Lord. They denied Him. They were fearful, not simply because of external enemies. They were fearful because they could not face the Lord again. After betraying Him, they were hiding. They were ashamed. They could not forgive themselves. And this is true. Many of us, when we make mistakes in life, if we have been exposed for the crimes that we have committed, the press has given us all the negative publicity, we will have no more face to look at the world. We have lost our confidence, our pride, our dignity. Truly, my dear brothers and sisters, it is because of our own woundedness that many of us, they're not confront. And that's the reason why we continue to repeat our mistakes continue to inflict the same wounds on others because we have not looked at our wounds with courage. Sometimes also because of pride. Today there are many skeptics. They don't want to believe in God unless they have all the proofs, unless... Whatever he said agrees with them. Otherwise, there is no God. They think they are the smartest 
most brilliant men on earth. They know everything. Even the Bible must measure up to how they think. Even St. Peter got his pride. Perhaps he was too proud to admit before the Lord that he had betrayed him. In fact, at this point of time, he still had not apologized to the Lord. It was the Lord who grant them forgiveness collectively. He had not yet apologized until later on. So my dear brothers and sisters, if we are looking for God, what must we do? We must contemplate on the crucified Christ. We must contemplate on His passion, on His suffering. But where is the suffering to be found? That is a very important question. Certainly we cannot see the crucified marks of our Lord as St. Thomas did. But St. Thomas gives us the key to see the crucified Christ today. What did he say to the Lord? Unless I put my finger, unless I put my finger in the side, I will not believe. Unless I put my finger in his body, in other words, I will not believe. My dear brothers and sisters, where is his body today? His body is in the Christian community, in the suffering church, in every man and woman who suffers. Whatsoever you do the least of my brothers, you do it unto me. This is where his body is to be found. This is where the crucified Lord we sinned. If only we open our eyes. The problem is we want to close our eyes. We don't want to see the wickedness, social injustices. We don't want to see that we are actually ourselves are culprits. We are causing hurt to our brothers and sisters, in our offices, in our families, in the Christian community. We fail to realize that. And we are thinking that everybody is hurting us. My dear brothers and sisters, that is why we must believe that Jesus is the Son of God who came by water and blood through His suffering. And so it's very important for us today. If we want to meet the crucified Lord, who is the risen Lord, we need to identify ourselves with those who are suffering. The reason why we are judgmental, it is because we numb our feelings as if we don't go through the same struggles in life. We don't want to admit that we are actually sinners. We are all human beings. We have similar weaknesses. 
None of us is perfect. None of us is so good and so holy. But we want to pretend that we are. But we are not. We condemn people who commit adultery, sexual offences. This is not to say we condone what they do. What I'm saying is, do you understand the sexual struggles of this man, of this woman who has become a sex addict? Do you understand? Do you know the struggles? The circumstances that have made him or her what she is today? We condemn people who commit suicide. Do you know what it means to enter into depression? Do you know what causes depression? Are you in a person's shoes? Again, we are not saying it is the right thing. But I think this is where identifying with those who are suffering will help us not just to show compassion to the oppressors, but also at the same time to show compassion to the victims. Because both victims and oppressors, they need healing. It is not just the victims. Certainly, those who are victims have to suffer tremendously because of the failures, the brokenness of others. And this is where it's very important for us Unless we have met the crucified Lord and see His wounds and know that we have inflicted pains on Him because He carries our sins in His body. As the first letter of Peter tells us, that by His wounds that we have been healed, then we will learn how to heal by forgiveness. That is why when Jesus appeared to the twelve, the first thing, peace be with you. And after giving them peace and forgiveness, he says, now you go. You go and set others free. Receive the Holy Spirit. As the Father sent me, so I'm sending you. So my dear brothers and sisters, unless we receive Jesus' forgiveness by first and foremost admitting our sins, our own weaknesses and struggles, we cannot forgive others. And this is where the Christian community is very important. We are today in the first reading, we are told the Christian community united together. And this is what we must do. We must support one another. And we are told that they brought everything together, they helped each other because why? They feel with one another. And that is what St. John tells us. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ has been begotten by God. Whoever loves the Father that begot him loves the child whom he begets. If we truly love Jesus, his body would include our fellow Christians and brothers and sisters. And together, when we share our struggles, encourage one another, forgive one another, help each other, this is where the risen Christ is found. Amen.
Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.